0: Michelle live podcast my
1: my my, my Michelle live
0: Hey, welcome to a week in review courtesy of my Michelle Live. Adam Razzieri is my co-host. As we look back at the happenings of the week, some of the big stories, some of the underreported stories, and stories that <laughs> they need a little bit more context and certainly a little bit more talking about because it's not happening out there oftentimes in the mainstream media. So we're going to be taking on the stories this week, and there's been some big ones and some stories, Adam, that are going to have uh, possible repercussions for decades to come. But let's start at the top. We'll start with president biden who has not been enjoying a whole lot of love we'll just put it that way how's that sound <laughs> oh
1: at the least i remember back when i was in school i was always like trying to get an e for excellent on my citizenship report card was just, like, <laughs> just do the right thing make sure the teacher likes you be appear in class and here's president biden you know his scorecard right now his rating his, his approval rating has plummeted to 40 percent like literally <laughs> 55% of Americans are saying we disapprove of, pre- of president Biden. That is crazy when it comes to the overall world of presidential disapproval ratings. Yeah. I'm going to um, ask you and, something. And like, I'm going to sure. ask you
0: something. We see 54% di- disapproval ratings. That's huge. But we also know, and it's no secret any longer, that the press has a bias. So even though some press <laughs> has been fairly, a little bit more well, honest than you would think, for the most part, they've really put a buffer around the president. We all also see that in many cases, people respond in these polls in the way they think people want them to to respond. Oh, it's yes. just a psychological thing and and that's why oftentimes we were seen in elections in the last few cycles people saying, "Oh yeah, this is the proof And then they're going, "What happened? How did this right. happen?" That's part of why. So when I look at 54%, I wonder, "Oh my gosh, is it
1: 54% is, is not even considering the decimal point, right? Like I said 55%, the headline says 54. Uh, But then in the body of the text, it says 55, right? Like, the media typically would yield towards the president's side, right? In in this case, President Biden's side. They would try to, like, pad the news. The interesting thing about the people in this data, a lot of independents are in this data, and those are people that President Biden relied on for votes that put him into the office. When you think about the midterm elections coming up and who is an important demographic to go after and to satisfy and and to get that approval from... It's definitely those independents and those people that originally put you into the office who now are saying, man, you're not doing what you said you were going to do. And then, of course, you have the White House itself having to walk back comments that President Biden says publicly and, and, and pretty big comments, too. I mean, Michelle, this week we had President Biden responding to a journalist saying it was a question about chemical warfare and, and what if. And he said, oh, well, we would respond in kind. So is that to imply that you that the United States would respond to Putin with chemical warfare? Mm-hmm. Heck no, we're not doing that. But then he also said something to the effect of Putin cannot stay in power, and we heard the same from Anthony Blinken. And but then the White House, the press over there had to cut. I guess the press staff, the communications team had to sort of walk back those comments as well. It's like when you hear the White House say things, but then contradict themselves as a public we're left to ask okay what's real like what's actually going on and and so no wonder you have Zelensky now kind of like saying okay it seems like you guys are all talk because when i ask for things you guys give us lip service you are giving us weapons and we thank you for that we're asking for jets and that's take you know took you over 30 days to figure out how that was going to not happen and we're asking for tanks and a no fly zone and some things are not possible Just you you hear so many different mixed messages come out of this particular administration, and just not a lot of action, right? Like even if we heard less and saw more, that would be more impactful. But here domestically, even we're seeing inflation just spike out of control. Gas prices are crazy. Everything's expensive. It just seems like the world is burning down, and and we're left with headlines that tell us about the fact that President Biden is spending his weekends at his Delaware beach house.
0: Yeah. And we did see and have to worry about the possibility of a World War III. That's huge. We're not just talking the prices of gas which is massive I no doubt it is massive and it affects every area of your life with food shortages uh, food prices of food how we get our food the price of everything is affected by gas and how you can care for your family i get it and there's a lot of issues like that but we're talking world war Three, people Ugh. and we have a man that at times seems to be worse than a doter in the White House and uh, we're left wondering who's really running the country.
1: I'm asking myself the same question. Is it a group of people? You, we are picking up on indicators, right? Like when there's a big problem and the White House sends Kamala to go like address it, that's how you know how unserious they are about a certain problem. So we saw her go to the border. We've counted over 2 million people across the border. We saw her go to Poland. Ukraine's still being attacked by Russia. Like what has Kamala Harris actually done? She is at least an indicator of something that's not going to be solved by president Biden. At least we're not seeing her go to our school boards yet. Um, but I'm just looking for a light at the end of the tunnel, Michelle. And, and I just, I don't know what to look to. Is it the actual midterms is it changing the consistency of congress because right now you have the speaker of the house nancy pelosi who's praising joe biden for being like the best president ever but i just don't see the metrics That
0: yeah uh, I, I do, do we even have to bring her up i i'm sorry i don't care what side of the aisle she Oh. Or Joe is. It's like a geriatric uh, <laughs> loss of you know, like they're in some kind of uh home and they're trying to pretend like they're important and and right. they.
1: I've heard she's powered by Botox, espresso, and, and vodka. I believe uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, some there's just a point when I get to a certain age, and I can no longer stress. Sometimes I have a trouble. Who you watch? Leave me alone! Stop! Uh, just stringing words together. But when, if I get to that point, I need somebody. I need someone to just you know, put their hand on my shoulder and say, "Sweetheart, step down now. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Thank you very much for all you've done. Let's just step aside. It's just it, this is it. It's getting dangerous. And you're and you're asking that question, Adam. Okay, who do we look to? What's something that we can you know count on? I don't know about the Supreme Court.
1: I don't either. Big in the news this
0: week. <laughs> Justice Clarence Thomas was discharged from the hospital. He had some kind of infection and it's a good thing. I, I don't know about you or anyone else out there, but when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm yeah. Gonna- <laughs> I was like biting my nails. I, was just, <laughs> I know, hope he's okay. That's gonna- <laughs> like, i, Thomas, some extra for you. Prayer. I love you. man. <laughs> I, you know, we need that balance on the Supreme Court and I know that there are people who want to stack the court, you know, but we need that balance. We need to be able to have thoughtful conversations. We need to be able to look at the law. And the concern is that there is an ideology that says the Supreme court, it, let's, let's see people there so that they can bypass Congress. They can bypass elected officials and we can legislate from the bench. So as we, sit people down and in their nominations and ask them questions. We want to know where do you stand on things? How do things weigh out? What are we going to be looking at other than the flipping color of your skin? And I know there's a lot of folks as well who are saying, yeah, it's, it's high time. We have a, a black woman. I love that. I'm a woman. I love that. But I, if For me, I do not want to be nominated simply because of the color of my skin, nor do I want to have protection from questions because of the color of my skin or my ideology. And so this is a huge issue this week.
1: Let's just simplify things too, right? If you can't tell us what a man is versus a woman if you can't tell us what the sun versus the moon is if you can't tell us like something all right
0: like- let's fill people in on exactly what's going yeah. on first of all <laughs> katanji brown jackson is the supreme court nominee and apparently let's get to this let's just go in order where, where we stand if you haven't been paying attention to the news she's probably a shoe in that's what we're looking at until she started and not answer it started answering or not answering questions <laughs> now democrats are really scrambling but up until up until this week it would seem that uh west virginia democrat senator joe manchin he announced Friday, he plans to vote for her, but what's what you referred to are some pretty crazy things that she was not able to answer or she wouldn't answer. And those are some of the things that I want to go through. The first thing was this issue with, uh, can you define a woman? and you i know you had to have heard of this because there's so many jokes over this but let's just take a little watch here and listen provide a definition for the word woman can i provide a definition Mm -hmm. no yeah ask me teacher ask me have a penis girls have a vagina For the tip <laughs> i mean, no i'm sorry her answer was no i'm sorry i'm not a biologist right? yeah, so there's been all kinds of things out there someone's standing out in the rain is it raining i don't know i'm not a meteorologist <laughs> is this a car i don't know i'm not a mechanic says, the
1: dictionary says an adult female human being uh, pretty simple yeah and it, even if you simple. have
0: even if you have woke ideology it's still pretty simple wow and that's embarrassing that i do to cite tiktok videos who will take some of these and put them into nice little sound bites it's easy for me and i like to give people who put that out there, a little bit of fame and thanks because we are the alternate news, where 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 you have to gather in order to hear what's really going on. But uh, this is one, and I thought this was well put.
1: You're not recognized, Senator. You, you don't want her to answer that question. You wouldn't allow her any, M- Mr. Chairman.
0: Now, this has to do with more of Katanji Brown's conversation they were talking about her light sentences for pedophilia and this was some stonewalling going she on. she may
1: answer the question, I've asked her why she sent Stewart. You're an going egregious... over the time, Senator, by two minutes Why and she and s- Because you've interrupted me for two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Will you allow her to answer the question, or do you not want the American people to hear why, with someone she described as <laughs> well, an egregious... You know, there comes a point, Senator, where you get a little bit... Chairman Durbin, yeah. will you allow her to answer the question?
0: You won't allow her to answer.
1: I, I, I will happily allow her to... Thanks. Why are you not allowing her to answer?
0: Yeah, that's... That is what's happening there and, and man look i know it's crazy
1: it, well, in, meanwhile you have cory booker asking her no questions at all
0: no no questions at all cory booker actually was drooling over himself i think i have that i mean I,
1: it was so embarrassing for him to watch oh, like please, the dude is just sitting here gushing over her uh, just solely because she happens to be a black woman nominated for this role
0: yeah Take a watch, a little watch at this, or or listen if you're just listening. I just want to talk about the joy, the pure joy that I have. I just want to be in my joy, and I want to tell
1: you when I look at you, this is why I get emotional. It's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom, my mommy, not to see my mama, mama
0: judge, my cousins, My cousins. my
1: ancestors, and yours.
0: You have earned this spot. You are worthy. Wait. Because I see my ancestors, because you look like my mama, Uh, that's you've earned this, you are worthy. Why does he have to affirm her? I understand, man, she's do not get me wrong. I understand that to get to where she's gotten as a male, as a female, as a, a black woman a person you've had to work hard you've probably had some hard knocks and unless you come from absolute privilege you still have to work hard and you've probably had some hard knocks but that kind of gushing man it's ridiculous when it comes from the right and it's even worse when it in a time like this where it's based on the color of your skin. I think we we,
1: we could rally around the fact that as a kid she had an intact family she had i believe parents who were educators that she was given support that she needed as a child to pursue her dreams and to go to an ivy league school i believe she went to harvard we can rally around that and support that but absolutely it's, it's really disgusting to see cory booker like she could literally you know be the most qualified person for the role but he's not giving her the respect of asking her questions and scrutinizing her and criticizing her background to make sure that in fact she is the best person for the job but at least give her the respect of asking her real questions and not just sitting there in public embarrassing yourself gushing over the fact that she happens to be a black woman ask her real questions and let her perform and let her answer and allow her
0: to answer for some things that people are going what having to do with pedophilia and uh, something that she called as, as she was a sitting judge egregious but she gave them an extremely light sentence and this was well one of the reasons why in comes the internet on the internet with one click you can receive you can distribute tens of thousands you can be doing this for 15 minutes and all of a sudden you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Yeah, good. How, so how many minutes is, is it okay to engage in pedophilia-type behavior? How many right. minutes is it okay to do something really egregious to a child? How many minutes is allowed? And are we really looking at, oh, you could be looking at 50 years then that's, in my opinion, that's why you have harsh sentences for egregious things as a deterrent. Oh, let's see. I may want to do something horrific, but do I really want to serve 50 years? No. All right. Maybe I'll make a different choice. Maybe I'll make a different decision.
1: Absolutely. Even in the civil side, that's the reason why you have a punitive nature to to damages, right? to prevent others from doing the same thing. The fact that she's going easy on pedophiles is really scary. We look to judges to make sure that the law is being executed the way it's it's intended. And when she's sitting here going, really not listening to the recommendations of prosecutors, not listening to victim impact statements, the way they should be, I think, respected. um, Now we're going to elevate her to the highest court in our country. When you think about the constitution you think about really important issues to our society, how is she going to interpret those? Is she going to give yes. victims the respect that they deserve? That and it's something like to it. think
0: about. So she wasn't able to define life when if a child can exist outside of the womb, when, it's, when is life, she couldn't, just, uh, life, what is a woman, light sentence for pedophilia, These are big deals. And as much as people would love to see a black woman on the court, how about looking at these really big issues and what the impacts are? Why is it important for many reasons, like Adam was saying, and for even more is declining to define what a woman is? It's
1: a question of honesty and dishonesty, also. Like she knows Uh, what a freaking woman is, right? Like just well, she didn't get where she's at. She's
0: not stupid, but. Or say, in these times, I think we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. Just tell us. Um, these aren't questions for me, she said. These are questions. I'm, I'm not a legislature. Well, I'm girls, not a biologist. I'm well, not a <laughs> woman.
1: Well, Michelle, now you have, literally you have kids who are afraid to speak out and say what the difference is between a man and a woman. Like you have young girls and young women who are like, I can't tell you what a woman is.
0: Marsha Blackburn said the fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores, she said, the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we're hearing about. And that's why it is really important. For example, in January, USA Today ran an article that was titled The Complicated Research Behind Pedophilia behind pedophilia. Now, this was interesting because they what they're saying is that they were born this way. Pedophiles were born that way. And I can't argue. I don't know what biology has gone wrong in someone's head to cause or to contribute to that kind of horrific behavior. But if it's there, it's not surprising. We live in a fallen world. See what sin has done. Check your worldview, as we often and always say on this program. But what they said is, yeah, they're often these pedophiles, Adam. They're often born this way. What they need to do is realize that they have this... Tendency and they need to learn to control themselves. Do you know what that sounds like? It sounds like conversion therapy that is being outlawed all over the western world do you know what we're doing instead people we're doing reverse conversion therapy to our children we're cutting off their genitalia oh my gosh we're we're stuffing them full of drugs some of these drugs have not had long-term studies and in fact some are even used on horses we've heard a bunch of that that was a big deal when it was trying to save lives with with COVID. But it's okay if we experiment on our children. What the heck is wrong with us?
1: That's insane, Michelle. So, All right, so would you say that there is a big difference between an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old? Of course. Difference. Of course. Huge. And I'm just thinking about, like, conversion therapy and trying to dissuade people from doing certain terrible things. In the case of Judge Brown Jackson, she, she was literally going easy on an 18 year old who was doing nasty things in respect of an eight year old. That person was given a three month sentence when the recommendation was, I think, 99 months to, to that effect. Is that that sounds like the opposite of even this word conversion therapy, right? Like just going easy on. Looking away from a problem, like acting like a problem isn't really a problem. It's just the times have changed. It's a little bit different now. Have I'm willing really to have this convert.
0: I'm not willing to have that conversation, but I'm willing to have a conversation on uh, helping people rather than just punishing people. We just mm-hmm. throw people will get imprisoned for years because uh, they fa- someone found a joint in their car these are things we should be talking about problem is with this judge she's not having much of a conversation there's a lot of evasion and there's a lot of okay okay your time's up let's move on nothing to see here (laughs) and that it's truly troublesome because of what's happening in our midst today we have uh gop lawmakers which are pushing a historic wave of bills targeting lgbtq teens children and their families according to the mainstream media this hate-filled stuff but there almost has to be because things have gone so far i want to give you the words of governor DeSantis, and and this if you are watching does have some troubling images these troubling images I want to show because they come from books that we're putting in schools as we talk about and this is another issue this week Adam that the don't say gay bill and Disney workers saying hey you need to stand against the DeSantis Disney caving and saying, "Hey, we need same-sex uh, kisses in the next Buzz Lightyear movie." This is what <laughs> Governor DeSantis has taken a, a no-holds-barred uh, approach to it. I want to give you his words. Take a listen.
1: Unfortunately, we've seen some some books in some of these libraries. You're talking about kids in middle school. Some of the
0: we're going to make it just a little the bit there. You that go. has
1: ended up there. Incredibly disturbing stuff. You have some groups that want to take away classic books like To Kill a Mockingbird, but they want things like Gender Queer a Memoir, which is a cartoon style book with graphic images of children yeah. performing sexual acts. That is wrong. That has no place in the schools. They want to Come eliminate on. of mice and men, but Lawn Boy, a book containing explicit passages of pedophilia Is somehow accepted as being okay. Parents want education for their kids. They're not interested in indoctrination through the school system. And that's where.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I don't even understand how there's a. Okay, how is this even a controversial conversation, right? Like, we're talking about not exposing literally, like, kindergarten through third graders to this subject matter leave any sort of conversations of this sort to the parents right not to the educators not to the school curriculums leave any sort of questions about this to the parents what is so wrong with that i don't think there's anything wrong with that nothing's wrong with it and i'm telling you conversation they don't want some teacher talking to their little child about stuff like this right
0: not at all And let's just say, can you at least start if you have to, if you feel like it is your jihadist passion to indoctrinate the next generation, could you at least first teach them how to read, write and do simple math? Am I really asking too much? Yeah, good start. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, we mentioned uh, Disney. That's a a big issue this week. They announced plans to oppose um, orders like Texas Order that criminalizes sex change surgeries on children. Why? Disney, why? Could you just make movies? No. Disney Pixar's, (laughs) as I mentioned, recently announced that it's restoring a kissing scene with same-sex couples in its light year Film because of backlash, so Disney has gone full on woke. USA Today named Levine one of its wom- women of the year earlier this month. Now this is crazy. The Assistant Secretary of Health uh, who <laughs> nice. transitioned to a, a woman, and this it pisses me off. <laughs> it just does because really.
1: You should piss off most women, right? Like most biological women should be really offended by the fact that this person who fathered two children was
0: the okay. woman of the year. Yeah, thank you. Back <laughs> in the day, there used to be a song that was sung Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than Not you. I no, you, you can't. I like, can't. Yeah. Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, you remember that. Right? <laughs> And it was usually sung by a woman and a man at, during the time where women were saying, yeah, we can do anything <laughs> yes, I can. better. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> but apparently, no, we can't. No, we can't. No, we can't. Because women don't even deserve to be woman of the year. Thank you very much.
1: It's a disgrace, Michelle. It's a disgrace. It's a total attack on women's rights. It, it peels back Title IX, in respect of sports. The fact that the best women swimmer now has testicles and a penis is. Explain that one. This is just insane. Like, we well, don't, ask Ketanji, <laughs> don't ask Katanji, she can't ask Katanji, she won't have an answer for you. But we have to stand up for women here. And I think if you ask most people, most logical people, they can very easily tell you the difference between a man and a woman. And they can very hmm. easily tell you that a biological male should not be competing in the arena of sports with a biological female. It's just not right, Leah Thomas. We're talking about a six foot three individual with naturally uh, denser bone mass, more lung capacity, bigger hands, bigger feet. There's no fair competition between Leah Thomas, who was a mediocre male athlete, like middle grade, right? Like middle graders, who is now totally outpacing legitimate female athletes who have worked their lives to be the best mm-hmm. and the most elite in their sport this is just a disgrace and i think that more people need to step up for what's right here otherwise you're going to see a total end to women's sports you're going to see women's starting lineups with nothing but trans women
0: <clears throat> on the bench we've said in our sports timeout and show who
1: actually want to compete
0: Th- thank you we've said in our sports timeout show that it's probably not going to change until we start seeing the really woke women of the WNBA displaced by mediocre men who couldn't sure. make it in the NBA. Then suddenly it's going to be, well, wait a minute. Oh, and, and heads will explode because my wokeness and my worldview and what's happening don't mix. And it's.
1: <laughs> sorry. And it, It's you know, true. You think about opportunity too, right? Think about all the women who are really competitive high school athletes who are competing for, for academic and, and, and college scholarships. Like, I know they are looking at their athletic ability as a way to pay for school. And how I many? Mean, there are real. real think here. about
0: it. How many scholarships are there for women versus for men? It's just something to think about. And then you take those away as well. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis back in in the news. He was just there five minutes ago. He's right back there. He named Emma (laughs) the rightful winner of uh, the 500-yard freestyle because of the very things that we're talking about. The state of Michigan has agreed to pay, by the way. I just want to say there's some good things. Catholic ministry, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in attorneys' fees for what? They were trying to force the nonprofit to violate its religious religious beliefs by placing children in LGBT homes. And see, there are things like Governor DeSantis standing up this Catholic ministry, saying, "You know what? Think about it. This is how it works in America. You may have the right to identify as a street lamp." fine, go right ahead. But you do not have the right to make me believe that you are a street lamp. You don't have the right to tell me that I have to recognize your pronouns any more than you need to recognize my adjectives. As the greatest talk show host of all time, right? I I can't force you to identify me that way, even if I were to identify myself that way. It is absolutely inane. But get this. Here's another story that will rock (laughs) your world. In Great Britain, true story. Look it up. You can find it on My Michelle Live. We'll put it here. There was a hospital staff that told the police who rushed in after an incident that a rape that was caught on camera in their hospital in the female ward from a male who identifies as female didn't happen. Do you know why it didn't happen? Because Mm. the alleged attacker was transgender. You cannot be racist against white people. And you cannot be a rapist against a woman if you're transgendered. It's not really rape. What is it then? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would love this to happened. know. I would love to know. So sorry this happened to, this to the woman. I bet to the victim it was rape. Yeah, exactly. Come on. like We have to protect the, the
1: actual victims here. But otherwise, I guess you're just racist if you're doing the right thing now. Yeah, and and you've heard this story. It's absolutely crazy.
0: The, from Christian Post, Babylon B, locked out of Twitter because they called Rachel Levine. They- Well,
1: Michelle, Twitter was on a rampage, by the way. Like they were locking out tons of accounts. They kicked Charlie Kirk off of Twitter, I think. That might've been a permanent suspension, if not a 12 hour one. Twitter was on a rampage in respect of this Rachel Levine thing. I know a guy here in Dallas, Mark Davis, he's a, a Salem host. He was on a 12-hour suspension from Twitter. Twitter is so woke.
0: It's not like, just Twitter. Don't... Daily motion, I'm gone. Done. <laughs> I'm out. Michelle, you've been, shoot, you're on a
1: list. Like they, <laughs> they look for Michelle Van It's like, <laughs> America's
0: <laughs> most wanted. <laughs> Bad boy, what you going <laughs> to do? <laughs> Take that fun, make them no way. <laughs>
1: it's
0: coming for you. <laughs> Tell me about it. But really, <laughs> I think they have like 1.3 million followers. And they're saying that Twitter was really kind. They said, we can reinstate everything. Just apologize. <sighs> apologize. For what? Telling the truth? Just give him a little I'm kiss I'm sorry on the rear and it's you're fine. so butthurt over the truth. How's that for an apology? Just give him a little kiss on the rear and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just apologize. <laughs> yeah. So this is where we're at in, in America and why the Supreme Court nomination really matters.
1: Oh, without doubt. Without a doubt, we have to protect our first amendment here. You lose the first one, then the second, third and fourth and everything behind it, fall, it falls real fast. And so, yeah, this, the Supreme court nomination does matter tremendously. The, this whole Twitter shutting down people for the Rachel Levine thing. It actually prompted Elon Musk to start asking questions about, oh, well, should I create a social media platform? What should I do about Twitter? And a lot of people were like, buy Twitter and shut it down yeah. Buy Twitter. And Elon Musk is on alert too, and you just never know what he's going to do. This guy was literally challenging Putin and and General Ramzan from Chechnya last week. I mean, you literally don't know what Musk is going to do, and so that's why it's always interesting to follow his accounts. But just there has to be another option in the market. Just as it's important for us to ensure that the Supreme Court justice and the Supreme Court in general is intact, I mean, this is the most one of the it's the most important court in our country. It preserves the Constitution. If we allowed our Constitution to continue eroding the way it has the last, shoot, year and a half or so, I mean, man, what are we in for?
0: What are we in for? It's a good question.
1: I'm- Freedom and American greatness as we know it.
0: I'm concerned uh, about the predictability of our weakness, of our stupidity. While we're sitting here trying to figure out from some of the most intelligent people in our nation, what's a woman? World War III (laughs) is practically knocking on our door. And even once in a while, even the woke get it, I I had to replay this because i I found it so funny, and it's been circulating a lot, where Trevor Noah made some interesting observations about, yeah, this is funny, about Trumpisms.
1: But this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry, or maybe he'd just ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as President Wildcard. True. Just keep everyone on their toes. Because <laughs> if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'll be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump! Mr. Trump, we're here! We're here! Hello? Too late, Ahmed. You made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. Pretty good but when you have being few- friendly with Iran and, and really just <laughs> pissing off Saudi. Of course, Saudi's going to ignore his calls. Trevor Noah's right.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd like to just apply that to what's going on in the Ukraine, what's going on in our country right now. Man, you, you don't have to be a Trump supporter to realize that if you really look at what took place under Trump, there were some good policies that came out. I'm having I'm pretty hard pressed to find things that that even people on the other side of the aisle wouldn't say, yeah, that's not a bad thing. Well, I, think about this,
1: Michelle. So from Biden and, and his staff, you. That's
0: my dad. Sorry. Uh-huh.
1: Ever heard what Trump and his staff. You would never hear Trump and his administration tell you or tell a world leader what he wasn't going to do. Like he would never take cards off the table proactively, but Biden, oh, we're not, oh, we're not going to do this. We're certainly not going to do that. Why would you just give leverage away? That's exactly what the Biden administration has done from one policy flub to another. And now we are just totally in this compromised position, which by the way, secretly sending thousands of troops over to the, to Eastern Europe, thousands of American troops over to Eastern Europe right now. I hope to God World War III is just a, a talking point and nothing mm. that actually materializes because that would be a terrible reality for our world. But do your own research at home and take note of the fact that we are already sending <coughs> troops to Eastern Europe, to Poland right now. Hope, hope to God it's just there for what's the purpose of that, right? Are we preparing for something? I hope we don't need to be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But we need to really be thinking about
0: something deeper. And that is where we stand on what we believe, you know, the world is going to get scarier before it gets better, I would believe. We've often pointed out, if you look at history, we've lived in this cushy time of history of peace and in an area of the world where there's so much peace. And because of that peace and prosperity that's come really because of our worldview and what we were built on, we've had this. It's like a gift. And as the gift, we are like the spoiled child that finds anything we can to whine about. We're literally debating what a man and what a woman is, would that ever happen in a time where you're dealing with war or famine or extreme situation? No, no one cares what gender you identify as. Even in our own country, when Katrina hit, they weren't going, Oh, what you identify as as they're floating down the Poncha train. We are, we are, we are, At this point in history where our spoiled bratness has gotten the worst Mm -hmm. of it, and we're making horrific decisions. There's uh, something else I wanted to mention. A new California bill that was backed by prominent leaders would permit infanticide now by legalizing perinatal death. Seriously, it's a medical phrase that means for a time after birth. It's AB 2223, proposed legislation would shield a mother from civil and criminal charges for any actions or omissions related to her pregnancy including miscarriage stillbirth abortion or perinatal death so i give birth and i change my mind and i smother my child with a pillow and that's perfectly okay yes killing newborns days or weeks after their birth what the heck is wrong with society that are most vulnerable we don't care about that says a lot about your character sorry america
1: days or weeks after birth that's murder it's killing a human that's alive after it's been bo- like
0: that's literally murder because it's inconvenient because america much of us have turned into a bunch of spoiled brats and oh it's just inconvenient It wasn't so inconvenient when you were in the sack with somebody now you're going to talk about rape you're going to talk about incest uh, and i absolutely get that I absolutely get that. I'm not a stranger to to understanding the impact that has and having to live with that forming in your body. But I'm also going to tell you that there is something beautiful to life that can be, and we've seen it in so many people, that from something so egregious, something so beautiful can happen. So there really is hope when you check your world view. If the world does get weirder, if the world gets crazier, if it gets scarier, if food shortages happen, if we're looking at uh, World War Three, whatever it may be, there's a hope beyond what you're experiencing today. There's a hope and there's an answer. There's something to lean on. And it's what we call on our show, the God story. If you look at the worldview that lines up the biblical worldview, it it's it for me. And that's the only hope and it may be the only thing that keeps us sane because I think the world's going crazy, Adam.
1: <laughs> you and me both. But you know what? Thank God the God story is the explanation for everything. It's also the solution to everything. And it tells us that you know what in this day and age where we're fractured by identity politics and we're we're seeing babies being attacked by terrible politicians that at the end of the day, and ultimately problems will find solutions that matter and that are impactful. But like you said, we got to check our worldviews individually and make sure that we do the things necessary to make our world a better place and that we do the things necessary to live in the light. Yeah. and to do what god wants for
0: us yeah that is the only hope and talking about it uh, normalizing it in a time where we are shutting it down we're being deplatformed, we're being denied that's where it's time for us to to talk about it make things <laughs> so happen
1: denied.
0: that's right denied,
1: denied. <laughs> i love that one yeah
0: hey adam thank you so much i know you've been a little bit under the weather this week, but you pulled it together. You staved off any illness. So you you could be here for our audience. That's right. Sickness denied. denied. I love it. (laughs) We will catch you next week. I also want to say hello to um, our new audience at Americonic. Americonic is a great network. They have old school movies and television shows that are great for your family. They're Iconic America, and they have uh, they have vodcasts, they have uh, tube channels. It's a pretty amazing place, and I'm really honored that they chose me to be part of Americonic. So, if you'd like more information, go to my Michelle Live, click on the link, and uh, that will let them know that you heard it from us so thank you very much and thank you Adam have a great rest of your weekend my friend thanks everybody and don't forget like us share us tell the world about us there's hope for more fun go to mymichellelive.com